Hi guys, this is Andy and welcome back to my podcast. I think everyone who listened to my first ever episode and if you are just here, you should listen to my first episode. I shared with you guys last week why destigmatized uh, and what is my story. I've been diagnosed with major depression and anxiety disorder. And don't worry guys, I'm okay. I'm doing well right now. Thank you for those who were asking. And I received a lot of messages, a lot of overflowing love and support. And also, there are people who share their experiences, their stories with us. I thank you guys for trusting me and for showing me your concern. And yep. So, I've mentioned last week that we will be discussing mental strength and mental health. So, there is a big distinction between the two, okay? And mental strength is having the psychological edge that allows one to perform at peak maximum effort and efficiency during the demands that are placed to them. Okay, so it is like a more of like physical health or physical strength. Just like we mentioned last time that we should give an equal importance with physical and mental strength. Okay, so the difference between mental health and mental strength becomes easier to understand when you compare it to the difference between physical health and physical strength. Building bigger muscles can improve your physical health. However, big muscles don't guarantee you won't ever deal with physical health problem. Okay, just like our um, high cholesterol. Okay, and as I research regarding mental health and mental strength, the difference is mental strength is the ability to cope with negative emotions in a healthy way. Um, when I was diagnosed with anxiety disorder, it was hard for me to control my anxiety because I always think of the worst case scenario or it is a hindrance for me to go after to what I really want. Like for example, I wanna go like uh, bungee jumping but I'm very scared of heights and I think of I might fall, which is that it has a low probability that it will going to happen. And also um, with depression, okay, there is a there is a imbalance, a chemical imbalance to our body, and it secrete more negative thoughts. Don't worry, guys. We will be discussing depression on the next episode, okay? And mental strength is understanding your emotions. So I've practiced mental strength for a long time. I was able to acknowledge my emotions, what is real sadness, and what is depression. And lastly, knowing when to engage with your emotions and when to take a step back. So mental strength doesn't happen overnight. It has a lot of practices to do. It has a lot of research, a coping mechanism of what you need to do or what is the coping mechanism that will help you. Okay, so it's really, really important that you talk with your psychiatrist or with your psychologist because there are therapy, there are medications that would help you how to deal with your mental strength. 
And lastly, what are the what are the distinguishments of mental health? First, the presence or absence of a mental health issue and the overall state of your mental wellness. So, uh, before, it was very, very hard for us people to talk about mental health because just like I've mentioned before, that talking about mental health is just like telling someone that you are crazy, that you can function well, but in your mind, you're going crazy. So that is the norm here in our society. That is why we are not giving much importance with our mental health. So now guys, um, I have here benefits on mental strengths. First, it increases resilience to stress. Of course, you are able to acknowledge your stressors, your, your triggers. You are going to acknowledge your emotions, your feelings, and how do you deal with them. Improve your life satisfaction. And lastly, it enhanced your performance. It helps you to relax. It helps you to calm down on the problems or scenarios that takes you a lot of emotions. That gives you more stress. So these are my five tips on how to be mentally strong. First is don't waste time feeling sorry for yourself. Replace your thoughts that encourage self-pity and take your own words of wisdom and apply them to your situation. Practice gratitude, small or big. Always bear in mind that there are always good in every situation. Focus on every positive outcome of every choices we made. Sometimes, changing our pattern is trial and error because same behavioral change won't work for everyone. Learn to change your habits and way of thinking. One step at a time, dude, and surely but slowly everything will fall into place. When I was starting to deal with my mental health, I have a journal with me. It's one of my outlets. And every day, every day, I try to write three things uh, which I am grateful for. For example, today I am grateful for you guys that I have time to speak with you. I have friends and family who supports me and I am alive. It helps me to focus on the positive things that hap that's happening at the present. And uh, I practice self-affirmation. Every morning before I start my day, I, I keep on telling myself that I am loved, I am self-worthy, and I am beautiful. Next is don't give away your power. Set healthy emotional and physical boundaries with people. Don't let people define your self-worth. A lot of people commit mistakes because of this misconception. Self-worth starts on the moment you accept yourself completely for who you are. Not ideally. But if you have enough sense of self-worth, you will learn that you can tolerate repercussions. Do not let people's opinion define who you are because you do not want to lose sight of your goal. You matter. You are given power to stand for yourself. So retaining your power is choosing to see differently in every situation 
by simply reminding yourself that you have a choice in everything you do, think, and feel. Choosing to forgive individuals regardless of whether they seek to make amends. Number three, don't focus on things you cannot control. Okay, this is really, really hard. But this is what highly important. You should identify your fears. Why? Because of course, when identifying your fears, you are able to know how to overcome them. Okay, I'll give you an example. Before, I was really, really afraid of heights. Yeah. <laughs> but as time passes by, I love to go hiking or I love to go on extreme rides like let's say a roller coaster um, just like that and I was able to overcome my fears um, each time it's not going to be overnight but it is important that you should identify your fears focus on what you can control like your behavior your attitude your thoughts because you cannot control what other people see in you what other people think of you okay you can only control yourself at the end of the day and thinking balanced thoughts about what is within your control and what is not so i take on journal before on the things that i can control and every time there is a situation that is not in favor of me i try to step back at first think of the things that i can control and what isn't because i'm just going to stress out myself thinking of the things that i cannot control right like i'm giving it time on time and energy for the things that i cannot control well, on the other hand, I should give more time on the things, on the behavior, on my attitude and thoughts. Number four, don't make the same mistake. The problem won't get solved and you'll think differently about yourself. Get up and help yourself to find many other options to solve problem. Learning from mistakes will make you stronger and wiser. We have to stop using excuses and find strong strategy to, go, to get over it. Fall seven times, stand up eight, just like the old saying. And lastly, don't fear alone time. Once in a while, it is important to set a date just for you. Learn and appreciate the power of silence. Set goals for the future reflect on your goals and write in a journal so these are the exercises or the practices i tried um on my alone time and i'm not even afraid of going in a restaurant eating alone or going in a cinema watching movie alone uh, I'm, I'm very good with it and there are some effective ways to increase your mental health or mental strength like habits practices activities that needs to be done in order to achieve short and long goals when you become mentally strong you will be best yourself have the courage to do what is right there will be times when odds will oppose us but it doesn't mean you have a bad life and you are not good enough we cannot live ideally in this world 
have the wisdom to think rationally and slowly and develop a true comfort with who you are and what you are capable of achieving. Thank you so much guys for listening for tonight's episode. I would like to thank my Lincoln Alabang family and the Better Me Project family. I will see you guys next week at 8pm Wednesday. And you can also share this on your social media accounts and tag me at A-N-D-Y S-D-F-G-H-J-K-L And if you want to share your story, you can send me on email thestigmatized uh, at gmail.com Thank you guys and remember to just keep swimming.